Hawk dev, a dev environment, a pre-prod environment, and a production environment. No, don't do that. Because then he'll have the environment he fucks with, and then he'll go to promote it to acceptance, and just nothing will work. See, and we'll be stuck in dev hell. Okay, so how this is actually going to work is that we give Tal a decoy network to work with, (laughs) so that any changes he like, and then the entire thing. We're just going to set up our own our own network in Tal's house. The modem, the modem just play with it. Yeah, the modem's just hooked up to a switch. The switch goes to his home network. The other switch goes to a router, just a Jane, you know, Joe Blow router fucking connected to the podcast so that every time Tal changes something, nothing changes on the podcast. time and for the record it still hurt <laughs> so w- w- welcome to unfurled welcome tonight indeed. november 1st it's a fine not yet snowing thursday yep. and uh it should be apparently snowing it's been a very unfurled tonight. evening this, so far this is a very special of unfurled tonight you know why a very special of unfurled. A very special of unfurled tonight. Do you know why? 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 Because my dog is here sleeping at my feet, and he is adorable. Yeah, I I <laughs> show the stream, but the camera is not that portable. I'll I'll send a picture to the unfurled chat. Just one more reason to join. Oh, yeah, um, pr- premium dog pictures. Yeah, <laughs> you'll you'll see. <laughs> That You'll is, just see me constantly posting Patreon pictures reward. of my dog. I'd say it's a Patreon <laughs> award, but I'm basically giving them out for free. Um, mm. As well, just something that happened a couple days ago. We have a Discord server now. Oh, we do. We'll have to get details for that up on the website. Send, yeah. I, um, the... Well, you should be able to send invite links too now. Whoever yeah. moderates the site, uh, just create a permanent one yeah i can i can figure that out and get um it you know you can you can either i'll probably post another one tonight on the unfurled chat uh yeah. and then yeah join the unfurled chat join our discord server it, it's also tell to stop making technical changes before the show <laughs> it, it's also um in spirit the discord for our 8-bit animals show that we promise is coming eventually maybe if things happen so that this I, I made the Discord server as a means of allowing us to sort of centralize our gaming stuff because a lot of the time we just have the unfur uh, the uh, the Telegram announcement channel, the regular channel, and yeah. then Twitter. So for all the gaming stuff we do that we feel like sharing, join us. We'll yeah. we'll talk shit and we'll uh, we'll if, play games and if you want to see our gaming stuff, this will be the place to do it. Yeah, because. Yep. 
It'll be where we can actually get groups together. Yeah. And we can do fun things like unfurled uh, you don't know Jack sessions and mm, that three par- audience participators will get for that. And I, st- I still want to do Overwatch. Yeah, un- Overwatch unfurled Overwatch team. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're going MLG, yo. We should do an unfurled Destiny group. Because then yeah. I can play Destiny. I, I already play Destiny pretty much every single day right now. Yeah, but now you can play it two times uh, but every single day. But I have to restart day. all of it. No, you don't. When you get uh, Forsaken, uh, you just boost. But I've done all the work already. Just boost. But I still have to do all the Forsaken work. Why, why do you have to do it again? Because I have it on PS4. Uh oh, and it, it doesn't crossplay. Oh, you're yeah. on PC. Yeah, uh, of course he's on PC. Me, Don't even start. Uh, me yeah. and Matt and Rise and a couple other people are all on PC. So. Yeah, but I got it for twelve dollars on PC, so now I just have to buy Forsaken, and then I'd be good to play. Yeah, uh, do some sweet I, raids. I did look; it's like sixty some dollars, and you get all of it Forsaken down. So yeah, and I mean just. At that point, just fucking, you get all of it, so just do it, and then we can all play Destiny, and it's fun. Fight the fucking Fallen, or the Fallen, the Taken, yeah, the Faken, the Fallen, the Taken, and the who are the weird ghost ones? They're like basically the Flood, but not the ghost ones. That's not the, the go- Taken. That's the Taken. Yeah. So the original three were the Fallen, the Vex, and the taken no the the ones from mars i can't remember what the fuck they're called right now the martians no <laughs> fucking oh <laughs> uh, i i'm such a bad geek right now uh, uh, the the big the space rhinos okay it's the space rhinos the space and then the rhinos. taken were introduced in d1 and then in d2 they introduced the scorn the scorn the scorn that's forsaken what yeah. See, have you played through any of it yet? No. Then you probably won't actually know what I'm talking about. That thing? Uh, no. What the fuck is that? I don't know. I just searched Scorn, and that's what came up. I'm just going to look up Destiny Space Rhino. Because uh, I, I, this is bothering me now. Uh, uh, Cabal. That's the... The Cabal? Yeah. Oh. Right. They were all introduced in D1 along with the Taken. You could have just said Gaul. Yeah, but that's one of them. Um, I'll, I'll show you later. Let's not nerd out too much right at the beginning of this plot. Well, that and I, I know nothing about Destiny. Which Destiny... means we'll drag you through it. Destiny is actually really fun. It is, especially um, now. Yeah, I've I've been told that about WoW and other such things. Well, okay, Destiny, I'm down for. WoW is fun if you have a group of friends that plays WoW. Yes, uh, and it's mostly fun because it's just an excuse to hang out online while fucking around in an online environment, like VR. Yeah. Uh, Destiny is fun because it is actually a fairly competent shooter, like, as far as shooters go. Uh, it's got some pretty sweet, interesting lore that 
they unfortunately have a very bad habit of wasting um yeah definitely dive into the lore it's worth it uh yeah like you know there there were so many times <laughs> where like so in destiny there the the two there were two expansions that came out and uh, uh for d2 and it was uh osiris and then warmind uh, that, yeah those are the first two yeah and Osiris went into this place called the, uh, was the Vex, uh, the infinite forest. Yeah. That one. Basically it space robots that recurse through time and space. Yeah. You're doing a real good job of dumbing this down by the way. Yeah. Well, (laughs) for somebody who's never heard of anything past the title of the game. Okay. Anyway, the Vex, they're space robots and they basically have a, time traveling fucking hive mind yeah they calculate their way through time yeah okay so they're really horny time travelers gotcha kinda yeah except it's more mm. like they can think through time as opposed to actually traveling ethereal time, time travelers yeah. okay uh, so they have this thing called the infinite forest which is basically a time supercomputer uh and you go in and it runs simulations of reality. Of reality throughout time. It's, it's literally the Matrix. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so um, you go in there and it's a bunch of simulations. And these simulations can happen anywhere, at any time, in any place, right? You could go back to the fucking prehistoric if you want. Um, and you know what they did? They just made you run through the same fucking thing a whole bunch of times. Then you fought a boss that was kind of fun, and then it was over. And that was the end. And I'm like, you had the time supercomputer. You literally gave yourself a blanket go anywhere card, and you didn't didn't really use it. Like, we could have seen the golden age, right? Could you imagine going to, like, fucking, uh, what what was it, uh, Titan on, during the golden age? Mm-hmm. That would have been incredible. You could have gone to see the original war that was fought, right? Like, you could have got, like, so much shit. You could have been there. You could have seen when the Traveler arrived. All this lore that's there, that's epic, that they can't show because it's in the past, but they have the time supercomputer, so they could have showed it, but they didn't. So we're going to play this on PS4 or PC? Well, I guess PS4. Because I don't have one of those. Yeah, I don't have a PS4. Well, time to use that sweet, sweet unfurled money and I'll, <laughs> to I'll, buy yeah, two PS4s. You, you want to buy me a PS4? Go hard. <laughs> <laughs> but I know you have a PC. So no, it, it doesn't would, work. It would be much, okay. Yeah, it would be much easier if we just used the unfurled money to buy <laughs> Destiny for the PC. It certainly <laughs> would be cheaper. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we'll we'll figure something out to do that, actually, and uh, yeah. I, I would not mind like doing a playthrough with a bunch of unfurled people. Yeah, I'd be down. Warmind bugged me too because like the Warminds are supercomputers that basically are war tacticians, essentially sentient AIs. Yeah, they're AIs and they're extremely like they're hyper intelligent tacticians. That's what they were designed for. They are. AI is designed to help you win war, hence war mind. And they found this one called Rasputin, who is fucking 
epic, right? The lore behind Rasputin, the the uh, the War Mind Rasputin, is awesome. Yeah, and long. It it first showed up in the first game. Yeah, it's very long. So you get to him, and he introduces himself, and it is this ominous evil message like so it was like my name is rasputin i have no equal like and it's this big red glowing thing and it's like even one of the dudes is just there like what did we do and then the person you're with is like nah we got it turns it on black screen you win you're that it's over that's the end of the campaign and it's like cool uh oh i'm I'm sure this will all be very impressive when i play it later yeah. we, we will we'll hook it up yeah and we'll we'll definitely do some because I, I can play that game for well trust me longer than it's probably good yeah i'm like i'm shitting on it a lot but i'm only shitting on it because there's so much cool shit yeah there, there's a lot to see do. Uh, yeah they, like, they also got fucked in their their first run because they had all this story they wanted to put in and they got their uh, release date bumped up. Yeah. So a whole bunch of that story is still written. And it's the same thing in D2. There's a lot of this this pages of story and lore to read through that are all in little bits of stuff that you have to read. Yeah. So it, like, it, if you read through all of it, it's so much more o- rich. Overwatch is similar because there's a lot of lore behind the actual characters that is explained in no way in the game because yeah none of it matters yeah and like i like since you like overwatch you know you like fps style shooter games oh yeah mm-hmm. you'll get right into you'll it. get right into it like yeah that's one I, of the benefits of destiny is that even if you're not really into the story uh and i will admit the gameplay can get repetitive it, it is can. it is a bit of a fetch questy style like, like do the I've, thing to get the gear to do the thing to get the gear kind of game yeah but just as a shooter in and of itself it's a very competent shooter it yeah. is a very mm. fun shooter okay um yeah. and like the raids are fun can you still do leviathan oh yeah 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 i still haven't completed it really yeah. <laughs> it's, See, like hard. My... it's not that hard with, with, with my gaming recently lately i've been doing team deathmatch competitive and overwatch mm-hmm and that's fun because I've decided to go Anna only, and then I decided Anna Widow only because so you sometimes that, you just got to step up. You mm-hmm. know that thing you were saying about Destiny and how you you've only know the title screen? <sighs> I've played Overwatch once. Yeah. Okay, like so, one match. Um, <laughs> Anna is a long-distance healer. She has a sleep dart. She has a bionade for lack of healing and boost healing. Mm-hmm. Um, and her darts do like 60 damage over two seconds or one to two seconds or something like that. Okay. Very difficult healer sniper. They sound like impressive numbers. Damn. (laughs) You. And Widow's basically a one shot kill if you get them in the head. Yeah. Widow's a sniper. I do like being a snipey asshole. Yeah. Yeah. It's. Uh, in Destiny, it's not so much like sniper or anything like that, but you do well, have you like play whatever you want. Yeah, but you get Titan, Warlock, and uh Hunter. Yeah, Hunter. And it's sort of like 
stealthy magic-y armor-y. Yeah. Your right. I've I've seen Car play some of Destiny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like do yeah. you, do, you, do you hate shitty jump mechanics? Yes. Don't play Warlock. You guys are all fucked. Well, I mean, one, you got you got to tell me what's shitty about it. I mean, why? Let me guess. I know you, play, a, you play Warlock. I know there's of a course jet- I play a fucking Warlock. <laughs> I know there's a jetpack or something. What what's this about the so mechanic? So each of the three classes have different jump mechanics. Yeah. Titan is probably your closest to like a normal boosted jump. Yeah, double jump kind of situation. Yeah. Uh, okay. Warlocks are very floaty. Yeah. Okay. Like very floaty. Like it, walking on the moon kind of? Kind of. And okay. it, if you are not, if you get used to it, it's fine. But I can I can tell a lot of people will not enjoy playing it generally. <laughs> and then hunters are bouncy. Yeah. Right there. They have uh, double or triple jump and it's very quick up, down. Yeah, so fast speed. Yeah, they're more like a like huh 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 kind of thing. Yeah. Whereas the the titans get like it's like a boost jump, you know, kind of thing. And then yeah, warlocks do this weird floaty glide princess peach shit. <laughs> and yeah, hey it, hey man, there's you, you're just you're just mad because Princess not Peach good is the only character I play in Mario two in every single fucking jump puzzle ever that i have ever done the only ones that had problems were the warlocks i've never had a problem (laughs) i'll give you a problem oh my god please Uh, please don't that is literally my job (sighs) problem resolution we will sorry go ahead i was gonna say we'll throw together some destiny stuff and yeah, we'll we'll do. I I can use it as an excuse to buy stuff on PC and boost up. It'll give me a reason to play a Titan, and you know, just be stupid all day long. Um, you know, it's been so nice about this week. What? I haven't had to work a day. Oh, you know, that's it's wicked. Been, I've been relaxing. It's just been cleaning the house. It's great. I got a cat. Yeah, you did get a cat. It. Yeah, so last week, my uh, friend of the family uh, out on her farm in Three Hills, cat left in her doorstep. She came to my Aunt Lori, and she is like, I don't know what to do with this cat. She goes to my parents. My parents come to me. I go, yes, I will look at this cat. Surprise, you have a cat. Yeah, come, come the night of. I am greeted with the cat, the crate, the litter box, the food, the cat treats. Hi, here's your cat for the night. I'm like, what? <laughs> Surprise, here's your cat. Here's your so, cat forever. Yep, I have a cat now. Did you check to see if it was like chipped or anything like that? Uh, well, I, yep, I went and took him oh. to get neutered, chipped, <laughs> tattooed, and checked up. So I've been he's... debating <laughs> doing the tattoo with Maynard as well. He's chipped. <laughs> What, what sorry, when you asked it, sorry, when you asked if he, uh, if he asked to chipped. check if it was chipped, I'm like, like a plate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, his ear had like this notch on it. <laughs> <laughs> so my brain is not working tonight. I apologize. Sorry, continue. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, fuck. I was just like, what the fuck? I 
wasn't expecting a cat and now I have a cat and he and Harvard are get along great. I have I, I've I've been spamming the unfurled chat with pictures of my cat and dog for about a week now. Yeah. Uh, so if you want to go see pictures of my animals, go to the Unfurled chat in the Discord channel. Yeah, I'll just start posting them uh, so as uh, as podcast releases. <laughs> subscribe to our Patreon, and I'll pretend to be a professional photographer and take more pictures of my own pets. And... Yeah. Once I get uh, uh, once Maynard's fifteen weeks, I'm going to be taking him for his third booster, and I'm just going to verify that the have the vet verify that the chip is working, and I'm debating doing the tattoo as well. Um, I mean, I, I just, one, the tattoo is cheap as fuck. I paid like $5 for it. Oh, really? Two, whoever, like if Maynard gets away, whoever picks him up is going to see the tattoo first. Yeah. So I, I just say do it. Yeah. There, there's really no reason not to. Because then you have the chip, the tattoo, the collar with registration. Yep. Um, like I've, I've got the pet smart. I've got the chip. I've got the, yeah the tattoo. And yeah, tattoos. Ta- tattoo is like five bucks, so just yeah. get it. Uh, they Are do that ear? just on Have the inner got... ear, right? Yep, just yeah. on the on the inside of the ear. Have you gotten your cats? Uh, I guess are they already? Uh, they're not registered yet. I I'll be doing that when I take them in for their first vet visit. Mm. Actually, it's, it's really weird about. Okay, okay, so for those who also don't know, like my dog's name is Harvard. And to keep with the the theme, uh, my cat is now a cat. Uh, um, the cat formerly known as Princeton. <laughs> oh my god! That is that is his official name. And um, I hate uh, you so I've, much for I've that so, name. By the way, do you? Good. I, I don't know. It's almost too good. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I couldn't just name him Princeton. I mean, you could. I, yeah, I, I could have, but it'd been too obvious. You so. could have also named him Fluffy. No. Or mashed potatoes. I mean, if it wasn't Princeton, I was going to name him a people name. Why not Oxford? Like Timothy. Uh, I don't know. So so Yale. far. Okay, so so far, that is now four votes I've had for Yale in R- general. For like, I've had three people specifically tell me I need to get a bird and name him Yale. <laughs> I think you should name him Chote. Chote. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's a law school. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Uh, You name him DeVry. uh, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, No, don't do that. Uh, No, I want him to grow up to be successful. Trump University. Fucking. uh, Uh. What? Uh, the the it itu online. Yeah, you Udemy, Udemy. Oh. <laughs> oh my god, that's it. It's been an eventful year for me for pets. Yeah, no, it's sweet though, and I'm glad they're getting along. Oh, and not super fighting. Oh, I'm one. I'm so happy, and two, like they they haven't even known each other for a week, and I looked down from my desk yesterday, and Princeton is cuddling with Harvard. I'm like. <laughs> You're like, oh, it's perfect. Glade in the chat said, "No mashed potatoes. It has to be baked potato. It's legal now." And that I, <laughs> and that I am bad people. <laughs> I agree. Uh, yeah, my my dog is a handful, uh, to say <laughs> the very very least. 
He's a derpy pup. Oh my god! Uh-huh. Right, right so, now, he's got this thing. Fucking, he's got this thing with his ear, where instead of like being floppy, like his ears are supposed to be, he's he got ha- these weird like flat ears. Well, his go he, inside. His out. one ear does this thing where it goes like up that, over yeah, his that. fucking head. Yeah, he 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 does that. I'm just like, what? He's got like a fucking comb over yeah. with his yeah. ear. He's got like a Trump comb over, yeah. Time for terrible picture for the chat time. Yeah, but yeah, on his ear, it's just like this flat thing. He, his ear goes over top of his head. Yeah, and comb over ear. And uh, yeah, I took a bunch of pictures of it. Uh, like it's just there. And when he's walking, if he shakes his head, it goes straight forward, like it's pointing in the direction that he's going. <laughs> oh that's adorable <laughs> so like oh god he's literally like a just show that to the chat he's like a looney tunes cartoon character fucking so yeah he uh <laughs> he his ear just points in the direction he wants to go so he's, he's also pointer. like he's so excitable like jumpy like i bring harvard over now and Maynard just will not stop jumping at, biting, nipping, jumping. Yeah, just falling, nonstop playtime. Falling, more jumping, more falling. Yeah. <laughs> Holy crap. He's a fucking puppy. And, like, he's at the age now where he's past the, like, oh, I'm a tired puppy. I just want to sleep all the time. And now he's in the stage where I'm a puppy with you know, muscles that are starting to develop and a growing body and fuck loads of energy and fuck everything. Fuck sitting still. Fuck, you know, not moving. Hey, there's a thing. I'm a chew it. Hey, there's a thing. I'm a chew it. Hey, there's a thing. I'm a chew it. Like just constant, constant. He was basically hanging off of Harvard's (laughs) lower jaw. Because I'm like, Maynard, what are you doing? You fucking maniac. Like, he's playing with Harvard, and he goes to, like, nip. Like, you know, dogs nip at each other when they're playing. And he goes to nip at Harvard's lower jaw and bites down onto one of Harvard's teeth. And Maynard, like, it digs into Maynard's mouth, so Maynard just immediately, like, yelps and cries. Like, what the fuck was that? And I'm like... You bit a tooth. Yeah, like, yeah Maynard's biting Harvard and he's the one yelping. Like, Harvard's just there like, I don't know what the fuck's wrong with this dog. Yeah, he, yeah he's like, guys I, guys, I don't know what to do with this puppy. Like, oh my God. Yeah. Yep. It, it was, uh, it was, <laughs> but yeah, like, <laughs> and, and it's a problem now because like the crate that we got for him is already too small yeah it's it's too small to the point where like i'm waiting for his next crate to come in which it is currently in let's find out where it is it is in uh let's see is that the right one uh are you you sure it's even coming uh it is it actually is coming okay there it is uh it is last time i checked it was in mississauga and that was yesterday. So if it's still in Mississauga at end of day today, I'm going to be disappointed. Show shipping. It's in Ottawa. 
Hooray. That's so now it just that's has farther to, away. Now it just has to. <laughs> well, so it was in the States, right? Yeah, it was in the States. Okay, so now it's in Canada. So by proxy, it's closer. Well, so now I, you just have to wait for it to go to the, the Maritimes so the funny... before it comes back to Saskatchewan, then to Vancouver, and then finally to yeah. Edmonton, yeah. and then Calgary. So the funny thing about this is it did that. So it started in... Uh, well, you were showing me when you initially ordered it like a week ago. Yeah, well, it started in Bloomington, California, at which point it went to Tierras, New Mexico, at which point it went to Joplin, Montana, then Zionsville, Indiana, then Indianapolis, Indiana, then Walton, Kentucky, then Independence, Kentucky. This got thrown on a truck, didn't it? Then Erlanger, Kentucky. Like the most economy of shipping. Yeah. So like basically, kind we're, of. we're here and it went sideways Ooh. away. And yeah, that, and like mildly north, but mostly sideways. For, ended up further away than it was than it was when it started. Then went up north to Mississauga, and started in Mississauga, and then went to Ottawa. So it's it like it just keeps getting farther and farther away from me <laughs> every day. Uh, but yeah, eventually it'll come back. Uh, but the, the, his cage is actually so small already that I've been considering going and getting one of those like playpen situations mm -hmm. to put him in because yeah. it, it it's so small now that I actually feel bad keeping in it, keeping him in it okay. for well, any period of time. Tell you what, you can just go onto Amazon, find something that's not too expensive but is huge, order it, and then when you get the package, use the box. As the crate. <laughs> See, I ordered two um, vent covers for my for my camper, and the box that came in is a fucking enormous, like the size of my living room. See, it's too bad I had to destroy the uh, box for my uh, the freezer. Uh, the freezer I bought. Oh yeah. Well, like so, and to put into perspective how much he's grown, that's how big he was when I got him. Yeah, like he was. You the know, cage, I was lap. worried the cage would be too big for him. Uh, yeah, well, like that that cage you're using right now, yeah. It's not yeah. massive. No, yeah. well, I mean, it, it's too small for Harvard even, so, because that's... Yeah. I, I would have been using that kennel if it wasn't for the fact that it's still too small. So, like, but... I just... I'm having a hard time believing you're still waiting for a crate. Like, you've been trying to get a crate for Maynard for how long now? Yeah. <laughs> like, two yeah. months? It's been a while. <sighs> oh, anyway. <laughs> there's been some interesting news. Yeah? yeah. What, what news? Um, this is going to apply to almost nobody. But Red Hat just bought... Uh, sorry, IBM just bought Red Hat. Oh yeah, I saw that. Oh, that's what you were talking about. Yeah, yeah. Um... I don't. I mean, I suppose that's good. No, but <laughs> it's a big corporation buying something that's it's not open source, but I mean, it is yeah. open source. The, yeah, he, he, I guess yeah. Red Hat sure, is the, the support. The support support contract free. you pay for. Red Hat is open source. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
it is not openly distributed. Yes. Right? To get a copy of it, you have to talk to Red Hat and set up contracts. But interestingly, there's no actual license to run it. No, there wouldn't be. They, but they uh, do charge you to get it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so if you can get your hands on it. I mean, the internet exists. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but then again, you can just run CentOS, which is just, it, it is just Red Hat. You, you could yeah. run anything else. and Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I'm just waiting for IBM to go, well, we're closing up. We're closing source. Uh, oh, for yeah. Everything. I mean, that's how, for the, the pieces they can, anyhow. Yeah, that's how, that's how, well, like, it's the same shit that happened, like, back in the day with Sun Microsystems. Yeah, and, uh, and that, the only reason IBM would be buying it is to close it up and make yeah. it, make money off it, right? Like, like, Solaris used to be open source, and then Sun Microsystems and all that shit happened, and then... Solaris was closed source and then they died. And I'm just, it's happened to literally every single one of these companies that was open, purchased, closed, they immediately died. So it's like, I'm just waiting for that to happen with, with Red Hat. It'll be a slower death though, because the one thing IBM has is all of the business world that uses it by the balls. True. That well, is true. Yeah, because Red Hat is still fairly widely used is it not like it's, it's the enterprise linux as far as i know yeah yeah so like i, I have a hard time believing it's just gonna fizzle and die yeah. solaris used to be the enterprise os the enterprise server operating system it may not be a quick death no mm. but you close it up and you lock it down and people the, are just gonna, gonna move on to the shell next of its thing. former self so, right? i mean like a, it's hard to imagine now, but yeah, Sun Microsystems was God Emperor of the data center, and mm-hmm. I remember that even like so. And then, and then, yeah, that shit happened, and it was like two years, and suddenly nobody's using them anymore. Uh, yeah, Ski right. Sharp says, "Just look at Lotus Notes." <laughs> yeah. Um, I want you to think about that for a second. Well, yeah, nobody lo- uses Lotus Notes anymore. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Thank fuck, by the way. I, I had to support it. It wasn't fun. No. It's just funny. Like, I've never had to use Lotus Notes. I honestly... It it was an old system yeah, when it, we were in school. Yeah. yeah. It, it's... And it's not... Like, I've, I've never worked at a place that has ever used it. I've worked at one. I've worked at one. And it's awful. It's like Microsoft Office, but even shittier. Yeah. Less interest in making the interface something you want to use. Yeah. Like, I I don't... <laughs> I already get so mad at Office for some things. Like, Excel, the number and data processing tool, uh, automatically pasting with formatting. Why is that the default? Pasting with formatting. Just add a shift. Control shift V. Or I can just. Or use the hotkey that's been established for decades. What do you mean the hotkey that's been established for decades? Control shift paste. That that should be special paste. That should be paste special. But it's not. I know. And and I'll tell you now, Tal, the reason that they, they do it with formatting is because people asked for it. Who? 
They're business and users. It's it's consistent throughout Microsoft Office. Like you can you can use this for everything. You know, it it's existed for years. You can't just ignore it and say that's not the way it should be. But it, it's a data processing again, tool. though. It, it's not just data processing. It's also pretty much a design tool. Yeah, present, that's, presentation. Like that's what pe- publishers for people use it for everything. But publisher is locked down, and you have to buy it separately. Everyone has Excel. Just use Word if you're making documents. Have you ever tried to make a document with Word? Yes. You ever it's seen awful. somebody make a mop in Excel? Because I have. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. There's like, one dude or, at work that explicitly what, made it one in of the Excel. Other, one of the other good examples is, say I have two Excel windows open side by side. Or hell, just Excel yeah. in literally anything. And I go to that thing and I copy the thing I want. And I paste, I go to Excel and I paste it in a thing. Then I go back to the other document and I copy another thing. And then I move my mouse over to Excel to the cell just below the one I was just working on. And I click. You know what happens? It selects the one I was in before. And then I have to click again to select the new one below it. That's just how Windows has worked forever, though. That's how Focus works. Yeah. You're, now, you're well, bringing that, up... That's not how, like, in Word, if you click, if you go to anywhere and then you click anywhere in a Word document, it moves the cursor to that point immediately. In Excel, it doesn't. So then, you, but, so you have to click again. But the thing is, if you click twice, so you have to click twice, but if you click twice too fast... It takes it as a double click and instead opens up the properties for that previous cell. You know, you can change your double click settings it, so that it doesn't do that. You know what it sounds like to me, Tal? It sounds like it yeah. sounds to me like you and HCI have some concerns with each other and you like, sit down and have well, a long like, conversation. So, so far, what I'm hearing is that you're complaining about how Windows has worked for years. Well, no, because like, uh, the thing is, if you're trying to move quickly, and you know that that's that you have to click twice to get the behavior. It's like move over, click, click. But if you click, double click, it does a different thing. So it, instead, mm-hmm. I was doing this for hours because I had to build a fucking huge spreadsheet of nothing but server names. It's copy, click, wait, click, pause, click again, paste. Go back. You're, you're such a power user. Uh, I don't even know why you're using the mouse. I mean, you've clearly lost <laughs> this game. Uh, honestly, too, Tal, I which version of Excel was this in? This was twenty, the, the newer one, twenty sixteen, twenty seventeen. Well, we just we're twenty nineteen now. No, not twenty nineteen. And twenty sixteen would have been out three years ago. Yeah. If you're on the newest version of Office, it well, we're Office three sixty five. So yeah, so probably yeah. Um. I've never experienced this problem, and I deal with Excel every single day at my work. I hate it. And honestly, like, I I can't say that you and I share Excel problems, and I use Excel plenty. Um, <laughs> I, I'm sorry, man. I, I just, I can't. I hate it. I can't it. sympathize with you on this I one. I hate it so much. I, I see, like. It was driving you, me insane. <laughs> you, want, you want explicitly different behavior from Excel than from the rest of like, Everything else, like Control Shift V, has been like the ability to remove special formatting and stuff like that for years. To be fair, though, I've never used it either. Right, but I'm saying that if that's going to be your pain point, there is a solution. 
There's a very easy solution. It should be. And it doesn't involve the, changing hockeys because one already exists. For the, the solution should be that I should be able to choose what my default behavior is. Yeah, you should know by now choice is not okay. what software I, offers you. And <laughs> I don't know, like, this has almost never been been an option like global hockeys are basically for specialty software only well, i mean you can program any software to do whatever the fuck you want when someone does a control v in it yeah you could use auto hockey if you want please don't change that, change the binding of control okay, v where <laughs> that literally makes everything you want to do a hellscape yeah because shift control v while working in office is not a thing in most other applications. I, I don't see the problem here. I mean, that's clearly oh. what you want. I just want not paste special. Paste well, special, actually, like paste with formatting All used right. to be a special paste option. Yeah. That was changed. Do you know when it was? Office 97. Yeah. Uh, it's. <laughs> That's how long it's special been. Special characters have pasted as part of your copy for a long no, time. Not special characters. There's special formatting. Like yeah, formatting. And special blank. Yeah. I mean copying Rich, copying text from the formatting. Like copying bold, from the italics, font size. Has been fucking with my documents for decades. Even actual font now. Yep. Like, like I hate it. There there's there's never been a way to cleanly copy from the internet for years now. Yeah. Like I don't know why you're just complaining now. Because I've never really had to use it excessively until recently. All right. Well, I'm sorry, but welcome to the rest of our fucking lives. Like, <laughs> yeah, there's a reason you can become a Microsoft Office professional. To consider yourself lucky that you've Dude, only just noticed it. It was it was so frustrating that I actually went and installed LibreOffice. Did the rest of my work in LibreOffice, which has, then by the way, use Libre. None of the issues I was just complaining about. Used it, finished everything, went back to Excel to write the VB script to do everything why else. Why I don't you just use Libre? Because I needed a bunch of VB scripts and stuff to run. Why? Because it was a very, very complex spreadsheet. Well, surely there's a way you can use Libre instead for VB operations. You don't want to do it. Just, no. Just don't. <laughs> don't. Again, that's, yeah, that's moving into the auto hotkey territory <laughs> of hellscape. Yeah, yeah. Don't do that. Right. Uh, you don't do advanced spreadsheets in anything but Excel. <laughs> because as soon as you try, it just becomes awful. Well, not to mention, I mean, see, this was also a here, spreadsheet I was sending to someone else. I, I know that LibreOffice is actually terrible with like complex compatibility yeah. between uh yeah i'm just trying to send tal down the wrong rabbit hole so that <laughs> you know he can realize well, what it's it, it was a spreadsheet i had to send to somebody else so yeah. it needed to work in excel and while LibreOffice has its own solutions for complex shit it doesn't they're, work in excel not, it doesn't translate yeah, they, they don't talk well. I mean, yeah. it I, translates. I can't even say they're not strictly compatible. A lot of the times they are, but yeah. the formatting or whatever the fuck you're working yeah, with gets fucked up. It's not equivalent across yeah. the two. It, yeah. it does translate, but a lot gets lost yeah. in translation. Anyway. Um, yeah, anyway. <laughs> Uh, we we probably should stop blathering on for a bit, though. 
and maybe let someone else blather on. Okay. Do you want to let let Car blather for a bit? We'll let Car blather. Okay. We'll be back soon. Uh, enjoy Car's segment. And uh, yeah. Yep. 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 Here's Car. Uh, one of you guys are going to do this, right? I mean, I didn't copy the thing. It it's just fucking so fucking son of a you fuck. killed our goat. So one of you fucking, guys fuck fucking god damn. What do I do with this? Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Car, and tonight we're going to talk voting. You really shouldn't be surprised. Um, so. For, of course, our American listeners, you guys have your midterms coming up real shortly here. So this, as of the recording here, this this coming Tuesday. So I know I've mentioned this again and again, and I promise this isn't going to be a huge soapbox, just a little one, maybe an inch or two tall. Um, fucking vote. Um, I know that the problem with a lot of our generation is we've got it in our heads that voting doesn't matter. That the deck is the deck is stacked against us. That no matter all the voting we do, our representatives are just going to go for whoever paid for them or something like that. The thing is, is that voter turnout in the below forties crowd is so abysmally small as a percentage compared to the older generations that the reason that all of this keeps happening is because all of the old rich racist white fucks keep voting in all of their candidates that just continue to shore up their worldview, their uh, thoughts, everything like that. And so none of the younger or more progressive candidates ever get in because not enough people are fucking voting for it. Um, and so it's just one of the things that I just, I emphasize more than anything is fucking vote, make your voices heard. Um, if, the younger generation were to vote in the sort of numbers that the older generations vote for, we would probably see some fairly radical and fairly solid change. Um, so just, just do it honestly. Uh, right now, as of uh, today's, which is uh, November the 1st, when we are recording this, uh, it's a pretty big toss up. So according to the sort of the New York times, which is the kind of the best tracker that I've found, uh, there are a total of 29 seats in these midterms that are a complete, basically a complete toss-up. They could go either way. And so again, voter turnout is going to be so important for those places. Of those, uh, there's another 15 highly competitive seats that right now are leaning Democrat and another 29 that are leaning Republican. But again, still too close to say for sure. There's another 11 that are up for that are likely going to go Democrat and another 28 that are likely to go Republican. But again, those are still not sure things. Right now, the, the Democrats only need to flip another, I think it's 20, 23 or so currently Republican held seats to take a majority in the Senate. There are 73 seats right now that are considered highly competitive ones that again that are too close to call that they've been going back and forth that you know a few points either way if you care about getting trump and his cronies out of office because if you think they are ruining your country like most of the rest of the world would agree they are vote like carpool if you need to uh 
I am unfamiliar with the laws in full, but at least in Canada, by law, your employer must give you time off of work. Uh, if you haven't already voted in advance polls, if they're still open, those are options as well. But just vote, please, because really the rest of the world is also hinging on what goes on in the United States. As much as I've said it before that I wish it wasn't the case. You're a powerful fucking country. And right now you have what is arguably a lunatic at the helm with a whole bunch of people that love power more than their country and are willing to prop them up because it keeps them in their nice cushy Senate or House of Representative seats. So just please vote please. <sighs> so that's my heartfelt update on the midterms of the States, but that is not the only voting shenanigans going on. So here in Calgary, we have been having this debate going on for a little while. Uh, back in the summer, our city council uh, voted to formally put forward our uh, initial bid for the 2026 Olympic Games. Now, that's pretty freaking awesome in my mind. Uh, Calgary has hosted the Olympics once before, uh, right back in 1988. And the results of those games were pretty positive. Uh, for the city, I mean, out of those games, we ended up getting a lot of our sports facilities that are still in use today, including the Saddle Dome, which is where uh, the Calgary Flames play. Uh, it got us a ton of facilities around, uh, updated around Stampede Park, uh, which is a pink central area for us in the city. Uh, it got us a sea train, uh, a light rail transit system, which is one of the most extent of the highest ridership in the country. Uh, it got us uh, Canada Olympic Park, which is still used to train uh, Canadian athletes today. In fact, uh, at least at the time that Calgary hosted the games, Calgary was the first and only city to actually turn a profit from hosting the games. Uh, now, since then, of course, the Olympics have become more and more elaborate. They've become a ridiculous show. I don't have numbers in front of me, so I wouldn't be able to say, again, for comparison, another Canadian city, how well Vancouver fared financially from hosting the games. But I can say, at least as a country, those games were a blast. Um, the Vancouver Olympics were a ton of fun. Like, just I have never seen... The country just gets so riled up in such a good way. Uh, a lot of really just positive things came out of those games from a sportsmanship perspective and from just a general... I think the Vancouver games were great. And I would love to see my home city host the games. Now, obviously there are people of mixed opinions on it. Right now, one of the biggest concerns is coming out of funding. As I mentioned, the Olympics are fucking expensive to host. When we initially kind of put out our bid, we had a rough budget of three billion, billion with a B, with, yeah, B, billion, uh, budget, kind of estimated for the total cost of the games. And that was, that's a hard pill to swallow, absolutely, because it's not a small amount of money at all. And even if we were to account for the fact that Again, that may encourage funding to come in. We've come up with a couple of cool ideas like being able to spread out the cost of the games a little bit by doing sort of a triple city hosting between Calgary, Edmonton, and Banff or Canmore, uh, which I think would be cool. And my little pipe dream is if that were to happen, that might just get us the funding to build some sort of a, a high rail or a passenger rail system between Edmonton and Calgary, which would further link the two cities together. Not a bad thing in my mind. Um, now, right now, the idea of those other cities jumping in on the bid is fluid, we'll say right now. But here in Calgary, 
we had a little bit of excitement. Uh, last night, the city council, uh, or the night prior, the city council tried to, well, kill the bid. Uh, it was actually formally framed as a motion to reassess the bid for the Olympics, i.e. kill it. Um, and this is really important because we actually have a plebiscite coming up on, I believe it is the 13th of November here in the city on whether or not we want to host, or at least why the, the public is supporting hosting the games. So if you're a Calgarian and you happen to be listening again, importance of voting, uh, that plebiscite is in fact on November the 13th. So making sure that you are paying attention to where you need to go to vote for that. If you happen to be a local. Um, now, again, this is really important because in lesser extent of, <laughs> uh, again, I'm going to use Brexit as an example, just because the amount of misinformation that was being thrown around in that election campaign was epic. Um, and right now, this has kind of been going on with the yes and no sides of the campaigns here in Calgary. Um, of course, the it's been discouraging because the yes side has been vague or playing things close to the vest at best in regards to how much it's going to actually cost to host the games. Uh, again, that aforementioned budget I mentioned just actually, uh, again, and in front of the uh, city council hearing that almost killed the plebiscite, uh, the sort of the budget got revised to from the 3.3 billion to 2.85 billion. Uh, so, you know, again, not much of a reduction, but it's, it's a bit of a bump down. Uh, and again, they've been trying to itemize this as best they can, but the problem is you're going to, you're trying to account for something that's not going to be happening for another eight years. So you don't know what's going to happen in terms of inflation, in terms of the economy. There's these massive cases that are being made of, if we do this, if we start building these facilities, that is a massive boon of influx for construction jobs in the city, in this, in the local economy. Again, which I agree. The problem is, is that the provincial and the federal government aren't sold on helping with the funding right now. So at the moment, the city is having to do the budget, assuming that we're not going to get provincial and, and federal support. Now, given the trend of what happened when Vancouver hosted the games, I don't think that's actually going to be the case. However, in the same way that you can't estimate inflation or anything like that, we also can't assume that the larger bodies of government are going to be willing to host the, or help host the games. So there's that. Some other cost reductions were able to happen because of basically some updated pricing. Uh, there was consultations with the uh, RCMP about how much money we would actually have to put into security. And so they kind of realized that they had overestimated the initial costs. Um, differences in not moving where they were going to, or moving where they were going to put the athletes village so that construction that would have had to tear down something to put it in change a little bit of penny pinching and tightening up and things here and there on the no side of things. Again, it's been drastically blowing out of proportion, how much it's actually going to cost. Um, it's, they've been, um, you know, pointing to the obfuscation of the yes campaign about the finances, uh, pointing at the fact that historically, basically every Olympic games in the last, uh, 15 years or something like that has gone drastically over budget. Um, again, I don't have the numbers in front of me as to what the Vancouver games specifically looked like in that case. Um, but again, things like that, that have been uh, basically pulled out and trying to uh, make those bids. Jokingly, there was some folks from the no campaign who were campaigning in Swedish garb in front of an Ikea uh, because Stockholm in Sweden is also one of the countries trying to make a bid for these games. 
Um, but yeah, so I'm going to be paying attention. I'll probably end up at least mentioning how that plebiscite goes here. Like I said, it's in about two weeks. So again, if you are Calgarian uh, or have the ability to vote in that, I don't know if the surrounding townships get to. Uh, but yeah, that's coming up on November the 13th. So that's all for me for today. Uh, again, to all of our American listeners, if you are in at all, a, even if you are in an area that is absolutely going to go not the way that you personally would want it to go. Please vote anyways. Make it known that at least you exist, that you care. Uh, for around us here in Calgary, yay Olympics! Um, I personally kind of like the idea of hosting, but we'll see. But that's all for me for tonight. Uh, as always, if you have any questions, comments, concerned, us at unfurled.net, or of course there is our Telegram channel. But my name is Carr. Enjoy the rest of Unfurled. Tal. Tal, sit. Sit, Tal. Hey, Harvard. Sit. Sit. Sit, Harvard. Now remember. Good boy. Good boy. If and when you go to vote on whether or not we host the Olympics, just remember, as long as you go to vote... It doesn't matter what you vote for, as long as it's no. <laughs> you, you don't want the Olympics? No. I mean, of course you don't. I don't. Um, um, I'm, I'm not sure I want the Olympics. Like, it's fine. Look at what fucking happened in Vancouver. See, the, the I Calgary think it sounds like had, a fun spectacle. Calgary has had the Olympics before, and we're still here. Yeah, in the 80s, when things okay. were very different. The Olympic, the IOC now is basically a body of corruption and awful people. It is not a good place. They fuck over every country they've been to. They basically, they come in, slap fucking coke shit all over the place, rake in all the money they can out of the local economy, just scrape it all up, put it in their accounts, and then leave once they've pillaged all of the money they can out of it. So are you saying that the Olympic Council is the modern Vikings? Yeah, basically. Oh. The IOC is awful. Uh literally, like, and it doesn't matter if they budget if like if they're saying it's gonna cost, you know, people are like, well, that one was actually too high I'm, and it was three point five billion or whatever. It's gonna cost six. Like so, it's, well, it's how mean, it always goes. So apparently there's a plan to make the Olympics not cost money well mostly it's just a reduced budget because like in in most like in as far as i know most olympics do run a deficit for any of the places that actually host it what do you mean uh something like the amount of money spent is never the amount of money recuperated by the amount oh no it's nowhere by the local economy it it, it runs oh god no it it definitely runs a uh i mean i don't know like cost as, as far like I hide in my house when Stampede comes by. Yep. Because I hate the traffic. I don't actually like going to the Stampede anymore. And it's just kind of a waste of my time. It makes going to work a nightmare. I imagine the Olympics is going to be much of the same thing. And the only way it would be made worth it is if I go, which I probably won't. So likelihood... The Olympics is going to be a pain in the ass for me. Yep. I mean, it's going to be 
if as a local, it's going to be a pain in the ass no matter what because you're going to have, I don't know, millions of people here. Mm-hmm. But for me, I'd like to experience it. I, I'm an eternal optimist. I don't, I don't really care about the nitty and gritty. It'll work out one way or other, and Calgary's still yeah. going to be here afterwards. Yeah, it'll come. It'll go. It might be shitty, but it'll still and, be here. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm not opposed to the Olympics coming here. I, I just doubt I'll get a chance to enjoy it. Like, basically for me, for the reasons not to, all I have to do as is look at what is left of the Olympic areas of every other city that has hosted them in the last 10 to 15 years. And that's like the the things in China, they're empty. I mean, hell, even going back more than that, there's like the fucking, like the big O in Montreal or whatever that's like being torn down now. Like basically what happens is they come in and all this cool shit is built and then just never ends up getting used again. In other cities, we continue to use ours fairly steadily. Yeah. Yeah. But... We, we actually have Canada Olympic Park. <laughs> yeah. So that again, though, though, that's from the 80s. The amount of actual events and like fairly specialized ones at that uh, has increased substantially. Mm-hmm. Right. So there's a lot of fairly specialized stuff. There's also like the IOC has increased requirements incredibly for the what the facilities have to be so they all cost exorbitant amounts of money so it's i don't know it, it, like there was uh there was one there was even one person suggesting that hey if you want the if you want canada to host the olympics so bad how about you go somewhere and we uh we build you a permanent olympics thing like a like an olympic uh, complex of some sort. Yeah, and that's what it's for, and it will be kept up to date. And anytime to, you come to Canada, that's just where it'll be. And it's like, of course, that's not going to fly. Like, no, because people, it, it it turns into a mark of pride, right? Yeah, yeah. So it's just like, <laughs> I don't know. I I don't want them because it's going to wreck a bunch of our economy. It's, I think you just hate patriotism. <laughs> Well, because inevitably what's going to happen is you, Calgary... You just hate Canada. You yeah, don't want the... Yeah, I hate to... Canada. It's, yeah. No, it, it, what's going to happen is Calgary's going to spend a bunch of money. We're going to have a huge deficit because of it. And what do you think is going to happen with that deficit? Well, property taxes is going to go up. That's going to be a big one. Uh, cost of a lot of shit in the city of Calgary is going to go up. Our construction projects are going to get pushed down the road. So our roads are going to go to shit. And well, more to shit. Yeah, I was yeah. gonna say like I don't know like, what kind of road construction you're seeing. Public cause... schools are gonna see budget cuts even heavier. There, you're gonna, like literally everything's just gonna suck more. And that's I don't know. The, the Olympics isn't really worth it to me at all. So like but... the one thing that I could see that might be cool because this is the Winter Olympics, right? Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, the one thing I, that I could see that would be cool is if we decide to say, fuck you, Flames, and just build a stadium. Yeah. Like, because hockey is a thing. Oh, yeah. It's massive. So build a build an Olympic class hockey, a Olympic stadium, hockey stadium. And then look at the Flames and be like, well, you got a new stadium. We'll let you rent it. 
Yeah, that would be funny. Oh, I would love that. I would bring them here just for that. So that that would be kind of funny. Yeah. I, I would do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I, like I would like to see if it was something collaborative between like Calgary Edmonton and somewhere in the mountains is the infrastructure to to make that transport easier. We should just level all of Red Deer so that when they decide to come to Alberta Edmonton and Calgary can just meet in Red Deer just at move, the Olympics. Just lift the cities and move them closer to each other. Oh no, no, no! Just the just Alberta hypercomplex. Just That'd level. Be so cool. Just level all of Red Deer. Just, so that, yeah, just flat. Yeah, yeah, just just. There's nothing like, to ever yeah, import, right? Exactly. Um, like, who gives a shit about Red Deer? No, fucking. What? What's the name of that movie with the cities that run around? Uh, oh, I can't remember. It's what? one I wanted to watch. Uh, uh, Say that again. It's a movie about cities that were turned into these massive moving. uh, What's uh, that book about? Cities that move around uh, and are vehicles. You know, they think like giant city-sized ships, but on land. Mortal engines. That's it. Oh, I've not heard of this. Yeah, add that to my London is actually we can just request it for Tal's movie server. I don't think it's out yet. Um. Mortal yeah, it's based engines. on a book. Yeah, uh, Mortal. Not December. Mortar. Oh, it's a German film. It shouldn't be. All the trailers are English. Mortal Engines, the movie. Uh, what? Yeah, it's coming out in December. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Anyway, oh, that though, fun. Um, um, I don't know. I mean, like, I'm. I just kind of don't care about the Olympics. It it sounds fun one way or the other. If they don't come, I don't have to worry about traffic. If they do come, maybe I'll try to go see the Olympics. I mean, it, it's going to be the easiest way for me to see an Olympics for a while. That's for sure. Yeah. I mean, this is true. Like, it's going to be a cool opportunity for anybody that can't afford to travel to Europe. Yeah. <laughs> Uh well I mean we we might be able to convince the United States to host it they seem to love spending money on sports so sports you, know. you just send them to Utah go sports I mean Utah's a, like beautiful place yeah it, it really it, is it's yeah a that's beautiful that's why you got to send the Olympics there fuck it all up and but then, then again Mormons but we could rent out a hockey rink to the to the flames and yeah but with utah mormons though i mean I, you get uh, eh. they i assume they let you leave after you enter utah sometimes i for the most part do, like wait was it mormons or scientologists that lock you up into weird slave labor camps scientology i think i, I have don't no know. idea I, it was I one know. of the two. Well, no, you're thinking Scientology because the ship that you can't get away from. What? Scientology basically has like this giant cruise ship that's basically like, you know that um, BoJack Horseman, like the improv theater group ship? Yeah. Yeah. That's Scientology. Cause, like, he bought the boat and then he 
the boat was where he You're formed right. his religion because nobody could leave. <laughs> That's how Scientology like got its big break by <laughs> brainwashing people with with a boat. La- last podcast on the left has a great like it's like a three or four part series on the creation of Scientology. It's nuts. Wow, yeah. Mormonism's pretty fucked too with the. Weird special pajamas and but, space god and okay, but come on, becoming let, the let's, messiah let's of be, your own planet. Let's and... be real: magic underwear versus slave ship. I mean, magic underwear, and also, are you wit- telling me magic underwear is the same as well, enslaving people? You're forgetting the part where women also literally only exist to help men ascend to become messiahs. And other than that, they don't matter. Literally, that is their job. I thought that was just IRL. What? You know, IRL. Women only exist to push men up in the hierarchy so that we may be supreme rulers <laughs> and they can be the women. <laughs> I I think I'm going to go home. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> uh, actually killed the podcast. On, uh, uh, as that... I often say, I don't start conversations, I finish them. Uh, we unfortunately don't have any email this week because some lazy fuck hasn't edited the episode yet. But uh, we will be back presumably next week. Presumably, yeah. So I think I'm going to go home and uh, probably sleep. Mm. Really? Maybe. Are you, though? I'm not going to sleep. Eventually. Do we do we have any email? No, I just checked. Okay. I mean, I uh I'm going to be on graves after this week, so I'm on graves in 10 12 days. Nice. I don't Super ever nice. I'm super happy for you. Shut up. Have to do tell. that again. This is exactly why I left you for this week. This is why I let you <laughs> work alone. On a busy work week that I had no idea was going to be busy, but I'm kind of glad it was. I had a, there was a bunch of stuff that happened. I'll I'll tell you after the cast. Okay, I, I probably shouldn't just like <laughs> no, we definitely just shouldn't. like talk about it. Yeah, so this client, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but right. yeah, I am a, officially nine to five. So, congrats, congratulations. I hate you. I love me. Uh, <laughs> anyway, take us out. Um. Uh, We'd like to thank all our listeners. If you're watching the channel, make sure you do the whole like, favorite, subscribe, uh, all that bullshit. Send us an email at us at unfurled.net. That is us at unfurled.net. Or just go to the website, unfurled.net, where we have a contact form with all of our shit. Also, links to our Telegram chat, Telegram channel, Twitter, our iTunes, our and new Discord Patreon channel, and all that shit. Discord channel will be up there at some point. Also, if you want to help support the podcast, you can always go on Patreon. Uh, I, we are like patreon.com slash whatever the fuck you need to do to get to unfurled. Uh, are we just unfurled podcast? I don't fucking know. We're a thing there. So. <laughs> uh, All right. We'll take our word for it. We're a thing there. I don't know. Tal 2018. Yeah. And uh, if you want to help us out there, uh, we really do appreciate it. Uh, we got some pretty big plans in the works here. So. I mean, I know I've been saying that for the past, like, six weeks. But we'll make them actually happen. Yeah, we, we, we've been we really saying that do. since we started this uh, podcast. We, we really actually, for realsies, do. So, uh, yeah. Other than that, have yourselves a very good night. Goodbye. Goodbye. We love you. We miss you. Oh, Here's like- a poor imitation 
But wait, definitely not authentic. But first, we'd like to brand. thank Omari and Scream Fox for the logo and the music. We oh, love yeah. you and we miss you. And beware the Olympics. Beware the Olympics. Okay.